0: to the city baby when you see us so you know you really viewing greatness in the making double up on facts we stating podcasting cruise control city state the nation. so what you saying what we saying prime information facts keys to the city we're locking the statements streaming every friday
1: And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are streaming on all social media platforms, including YouTube at Keys to the City. Brand new hoodies. We just put out the first order. For the second order, if people still want some blue and black, it seems like black is the very popular choice right now. They are nice hoodies. They're comfortable and they're very nice. We also had a special request for Breast Cancer Month, uh, a pink hoodie. So if you wanted a pink hoodie with the white Keys to the City lettering for breast cancer, um we can do that. Absolutely. Also, if you're in the neighborhood of West Haven, New Haven, anywhere in the New Haven County, and you're looking for some landscaping ideas, uh, call the few good guys. Few good guys. Oh, the wrong hand. Whoop. Come on, bro. Come on. You know it's opposite. Few good guys. But, yes, got a few good guys. Got the hoodies. If you want it, second order is going to be coming in the next couple of weeks. They're going hot, so let us know. So let's start. You know what's not been hot this year? And Joseph McGuire, come on on and join us right now. I know you're there. I know you're hiding. There he is. You know what's not been hot? It's the New York Giants and the New York Giants team as a whole. And the New York Giants franchise as a whole, if you really think about it, this is not just this year. This is just a, it feels like a culmination of the past what? Since 2011, 12, the 12 season of the Super Bowl days, we had that one glorious year. This is the second time the Giants have been 0-5 in the past four seasons. Also in twenty seventeen. I'm surprised
0: by that. I would have thought so it was the more
1: same thing. So something's got. Like I said last week, with Giants and Dallas, because both teams are have been very bad this year, have underperformed. One of them and one's just been garbage. So let's get into this week. Another something's got to give this week because we are playing the Washington football team, who right now I know is one and four and is only a half a game back. And remember the NFC East that godforsaken division right now you know the Giants win this. the week. Giants win and the Eagles have a tough matchup against the Ravens so just saying and the Cowboys and the on, Cowboys Monday, on Monday, football. Monday against the Cardinals and then the Giants beat the, I mean it's a it, it's crazy circumstances going on in the NFCs. just kind of the culmination of this year at 2020 but you look at it something's got to give they be in the Washington team last year they dominated this is what Daniel Jones is one of his Better games last He's year. Probably his best game. That, well, he had the Tampa game. Don't forget, he was amazing in his rookie debut against but Tampa. And you that Washington game. What do you have? Five touchdowns. So did it, it against no picks. He had four touchdowns, no picks. Tampa over he had five yards. touchdowns. I, I believe. I believe he had five touchdowns. We can get that stat. He had five touchdowns as well. as three hundred and close to forty yards passing or three fifty close to it. But he was. This is not ordinary for Daniel Jones. He's been very good against really poor competition and last week could be get could be said as well boys something's gotta give if the Giants lose uh, lose this game and start 0-6 and Joe if you can find the schedule one of us find the schedule when will be the next time the Giants are a possibility of winning? So Daniel Jones and his team Joe Judge trying to get their first one in the season gets a really bad team. Guys, what happens if the Giants said I'll start with you because you are my co-host what happens if the Giants lose to Washington? Do you want to know the games or do you want my opinion right now quick? Uh, Give me your opinion. I'll look it up. So you here go. you go. It's Washington this week. Eagles, Buccaneers, Washington, Eagles, Bengals. Also, the Giants have a possibility of winning one of those games. So That's in the so. next four weeks they got to play Washington twice so they should win one of them. Can you get Washington, so the mean? expectation of most Giant fans is to win this week, right? Yep. The Giants should be the better team. After what you saw last week's performance, there was effort. The offense looked good. We scored 34 points though we still make the same mistakes I don't think there's ever been an effort issue with this team um the San Francisco, Not so far San Francisco, Francisco the, game maybe that one game but, you just, but game, you just said there was no effort so every game has I mean, been effort yeah but the same issues that we just continue And we to, always say oh effort 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 Ah, you like it Who too, says,
0: yeah. uh, what are you talking about? What do you mean okay. we say effort, effort, effort? Is well, that, we is that what we're team looking team for? Yeah, a that's, good that's, effort? That's,
1: like, I, that's my point. Like, like no, last, that You other other just said they had a great effort last week. We, we know that. It's been all year they've had great efforts, but they just haven't Except put together sure. put together a freaking win. That's the problem. Well, here's a perfect
0: example last Well, week. they haven't put together a complete game yet. That's the reason they haven't won one.
1: True. I believe it was 17-10 at the time? And someone might probably correct me, but the Giants had just – crossed over like midfield, a 45-yard line, and they got a first down. And the next play we go, you know what? We've been running the ball for about five yards a carry. I believe at the time, Devontae Freeman had like six carries for 30 yards. And what do we do on first down? We run a roll-out pass. Thomas gets beats around. Sack, fumble. Fumble miraculously goes right into the gentleman's hand on Dallas Cowboys, number 37, and he runs it for a touchdown. It's a tie game. And I go, hmm, you're running the ball for five yards a carry. Why change it? We're moving the ball. We're having great success. Why get pass happy when you don't need to? If you learned anything from the Cleveland Browns this year is when they run the ball first and run the ball second and pass on third, they're winning football games. They're 4-1. and one. They've won the last four. This Giant team, we were having success last week. Now, I'm not going to beat up last week, whatever. I thought the Dallas team should have won anyways because they, they were the better team. But you know what? The Giants are the better team this week. So that means the Giants should win. Now, I, I said beforehand, the Giants, it all stems from the quarterback. I've read a stat before, and I'll get it out of the post and make sure I'm correct. Jones has not thrown a touchdown pass in his past four games. Well, in a league where touchdown passes are flying left and right, that's an issue. Number two, he's thrown five interceptions and lost three fumbles, and that's 14 in his career. He has 31 turnovers in his last 17 games. That's a problem. That's a serious problem, and he's got one win in his last 15 games. That's another problem. Now, you could say, Ted, what about the offensive line? They suck. They've had injuries. Their defense is awful. You can't make excuses you gotta find ways to and win the, the game same, and, and excuse and, well. and this so will not, right not, no, not and, not a and a I'll leave this right into Joe's point of what he told us before Joe you told me something about Daniel Jones Daniel Jones has had opportunities to win games in the fourth quarter please give us that and he's it's very fascinating stat that you found again. in
0: his seventeen starts eight of them so just about half of his starts he has had the final possession of the football game where he could win or tie. he's converted twice. Tampa and Washington last year. Those are the uh the first Washington game. Those are the only games where he's come back and won it. So th- look, to, to me, I think if there's if there's a takeaway from last week's game, it's that there was one three and out last week. That's positivity. We, it, it, I mean, a step in the right direction because, you know, look, we you can't keep having you know, 40, 20 splits on time of possession and think you're going to win football games. Well, how many, how Not many with,
1: can you point signs to that Dallas' defense is just really that
0: bad? I mean, I Trevor, I don't care okay. whether it's Dallas's defense or the Giants' offense. Maybe it's a little bit of both. Yeah. What I had seen, though, in the first four games was about half of the, the Giants' drives were three and outs. And it generally speaking, if you go back and look, generally when a team scored on a Giants on a long drive or even on a on a short drive, five plays, seventy five yards, it always preceded a three and out. Yeah. and every time every time this happens or worse, and you've you you'll see a lot of this too with the Giants if you go back through the box scores, Giants, Giants have a three and out. defense has a three and out. Get the ball back. Mm-hmm. The other team finally scores. I mean, The the Giants defense has played remarkably well given everything. The the
1: Giants defense was fifth. And I was and I was like, I am a true, true true Giant fan. I know everything about the Giants, okay? So you're not gonna like fool me or think you don't know the game. Trust me, I know the game and I watch it. I was shocked to realize that their defense was yeah, I've been saying you, step. their defense is one of the better defenses of the league of, of, so far in these first five weeks. And they probably Where be the better has if you been take San complete, a, the San Francisco I, Game Can I say something that you might call me crazy about, and that's fine? Because I usually am the crazy one on this show and makes the crazy remarks. I compared Daniel Jones, aside from his off-field tactics and the way he his personality is, Kind of on the same trajectory of a Baker Mayfield. Now, we remember, Baker Mayfield – listen, I knew it. Listen, Baker Mayfield's rookie – listen, please, Ted. Maybe you'll understand. You had a couple of times where you looked at me crazy and said, oh, that's not bad. Listen to the smart guy sometimes. So his rookie season – remember Baker Mayfield broke the rookie record and we all finally thought that, oh, my God, the Browns finally found a franchise quarterback. Now in year three, we're having the questions of, is he going to be the quarterback next year? It's year three. It's year three, four because they have to pick it's up their year. fifth year option. Okay, it's year four. So his no, it's year three. He's three seasons. Look it up. Look it up. So he's going. He's going in three years. I swear to
0: God, three seasons. Look it up, please, please. No, I'll i mean, Same draft as Barkley, so it would have to be three, wouldn't it? Yes. So it's three seasons. No. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Ted. Again, wrong. So then look at last year, 22 touchdowns, 21 picks. If it wasn't for Jameis Winston's amazing season, Baker Mayfield would have been in the top three for picks thrown last year. So now we get to Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones' rookie season. Oh, my God. The Giants might have found their franchise quarterback. I know he only won three wins, only got three wins, but his games were very impressive when he looked good. He played well, 24 touchdowns, over 3,000 yards, passing in 12 games. Now you look at this year. He's taken a drastic step back, and the reason I also say this too. Remember how high everybody was on Baker Mayfield after his going into a second season? Remember how high? And I'm 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 talking about. I know, but I'm also talking about fantasy purpose. If you want to go even a a step further, Daniel Jones. Everybody's like, "Oh, I love Daniel Jones this year. He's going to take a huge step, a huge leap in the right direction." What made you think he was going to take a huge leap? Who was he going to? There was no Beckham. There was no Jarvis Landry. There was no David Nujoku. There was no Nick Chubb on this team. He never had – who are the Giants playmakers, bro? Do you know – who are the Giants – are you listening to yourself? Do you know the game that Saquon Barkley got hurt was the first time – that Daniel Jones had all his freaking weapons, and Ted wants to look at me like I got three freaking heads. What, but I don't know what I'm talking what, about. Oh, last year, so don't. Sh- so shut your mouth right what about now, last year? because I want Joe to almost cut you it out. Does, right it doesn't now. even make a difference. My point is. Well, you told me yesterday that Golden teams. <laughs> old. No, but I'm saying, saying last Sherman year Shepard no, but I'm is, is number one. The weapons that he had. He never. He never had a full set of weapons going into this season up until the Chicago game and that lasted for only a quarter and a quarter and a half. Barkley, Beckham or not Beckham. Baker and Daniel both had high great rookie seasons. Everybody had high praise for them. But everything's going downhill since and we're already jumping off of the Jan- Daniel Jones bandwagon, already the tank for Trevor. Oh. And don't look at me like what about again, Justin Herbert, who had? But then Alan get hurt. But am Edgar I am I crazy hurt. about what I just spoke about? I don't think the reference of Baker Mayfield. I th- I think it's you're on, I think you're on the same you're on the right page, but I believe the reference of Bakerfield is not because he ha- listen the expectation was he had thirty one touchdowns. If anything Baker went- had more pressure than Daniel Jones because of the fact that he yes. had all those weapons. Yes, because he's had more weapons, and there's an expectation when you have. Nick Chubb, and Kareem Hunt, and David Nojoku, and Jarvis don't Slanger, you think- And and all these, and then you have the offensive line. I know I'm talking about. Don't you think a- Daniel Jones had a lot of pressure too because of the fact that no, he's No, because going- they sucked. No, because he's, go- he's replacing, trying to replace a Hall of Fame guy that never missed a start, was Mr. Liability for us, won us two Super Dude, Bowls. Dude, there's people that couldn't wait for EY to get oh, off wait, to the field. I'm not one of those people. I'm just trying to make a point. You sound like the idiot Twitter fan. Uh, Listen, I got Twitter more. Listen, I you're the one that scrolls through Twitter all damn day and Instagram. So go ahead.
0: All right, listen. uh, I see Jace Garcia wants to back Trev up, so Teddy, I got you here. Listen, let's talk about what's really going on. You feel
1: bad for him now.
0: We can hold on. We can make excuses all day for Daniel Jones and the offensive line, and there's no Saquon, and he hasn't had his weapons. But uh, look around the league. Happens to everybody. Yeah,
1: of course.
0: And other teams are able to deal with it, so why can't the Giants? And again, look, we're we're not just talking about the five games so far this year. Yeah. We're talking about, before Joe Judge got here, mostly well, the same group of guys, mostly the same results. Since the end of this, Jerry Reeds, I would say. And, and you know, uh, when you said effort earlier, I think what you meant was the defense. The defense has put in great effort week in and week out for the Giants, except for the San Francisco game where the wheels fell off the bus. Again, a situation where the Giants, uh, you know, were nearly doubled on time of possession. You got to beat who you're playing. Yeah, You know what I mean? You don't play down a competition. I, I hate the, the, these arguments where, you know, and, and, and Jace just popped in. And, you know, we, we've been talking about this and John about the G-men. There's too many excuses for Daniel Jones. If the turnover problem was the only problem he had, it would still be a significant problem. Yeah, of course. You can't turn the ball over every single game and expect to win. He hasn't played a clean game.
1: There's a problem. Listen, look up the statistics. I remember in college there was a statistical stat that, like, when you're minus one in the turnover battle, you're going to lose, like, 60% of the time, right? When you're minus two, it's, like, 75%. When you're minus three, it's, like, you know, like, when you're always in the minus for turnover margin because you're not producing turnovers on the defensive side. Listen, great effort doesn't mean you have sacks, fumbles, interceptions, okay? You could still play great defense and – not have that but when you're a quarterback because you got to figure he's going to complete a pass a receiver's going to fumble a running back's going to fumble so you're, you're now you're doubling it I believe the Giants had an astronomical amount of turnovers last year I'm guarantee if you cut the turnovers just in half on the New York football Giants the Giants would win four extra games a year so that means when they were winning three games they'd win seven when they were four they would be eight you know what I mean that's what I'm trying to say with Daniel Jones. He's taking. I don't think I'm far He's off. I say that though. in a season that we all thought he would progress in the right direction. Of you taking that- had high hopes. I think a lot. A lot of people had high hopes. Man, he can't. Came- That's what I'm saying about the Baker. They both had great rookie seasons that made you believe they're going to come in and take the league by storm. The Giants found their franchise quarterback. Browns finally got a franchise quarterback. Took long enough. Well, we've said that but now you guys. look at those years. You look at Baker Mayfield year three. He's taking a step back that we're asking, can he win the Browns games? And that was one of the main questions this week. Do we trust Baker Mayfield? Three, we will. That. We're going to talk about that brief, about that AFC North, that great AFC North right now. That but been, then, and, and then Daniel, about, Jones, and then Daniel Jones. Jones is the same thing. But I not. I didn't put Sam Darnold because he. I never thought Sam Darnold looked good since coming into the league. There's always been a sophomore slump Where Baker Mayfield sometimes. Supr- impressed me and surprised me. Daniel Jones impressed me and surprised me in rookie year that I had high hopes. Now we're looking – we're already saying tank for Trevor. It's like can I say I'll one thing? Hold we got on. First of
0: all, first of all, let's be clear. We're not tanking for Trevor. No, we're tanking we're tanking because we stink. Yes.
1: We're just not a good and team. trying to
0: hold on. Trying to scrape out four wins to, for what? So we could say we were four and twelve? I would rather the Giants go 0-16 and have the number one pick. And I'm not even saying necessarily, Trevor, that it has to be Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. No, it, Again, I, I don't have any problem with taking that pick. If you have the number one pick, yeah, and, you and if you truly in your heart evaluate this season and you're like, you know what, we see enough good things from Daniel Jones, he gets this offense better, we lost some close games late, this is our guy. Great, take the one pick, trade it, get some assets, whatever you got to do. So, but my, for the Giants to, to to win five games this year, I know I know that would thrill a lot of people. I, I can't for the life it. of me understand why. We me and him talked about this the other day. Remember Joe on Tuesday, the post-game yeah. show. whichever
1: left, he had to go to work, and we talked about it. And I said, "This is what I said," and I, I said, "I know this is tough to hear," but I said. Winning between five and eight games puts you in no man's land in the draft. And that doesn't mean you can't get a great prospect and you can't top out. But the difference between winning five and eight games or winning two and four is the difference of getting. And I said to Joe, and Joe agreed with me, is getting a gold jacket guy. And I'm going to use Gettleman's word because that's the expectation of taking a top four guys. You're going to get Absolutely. a gold jacket Absolutely. guy. Now, to my point, and I wanted, and I didn't want to interrupt Joe and I let him finish, was, and I got to ask you both this. Do you think, and it's a two-part thing. Do you think the way we look at the Giants and Jets is because the teams are so bad that we want Trevor Lawrence to go on the team? Or is it because we look at guys like Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow and and Patrick Mahomes and other guys that they come in in their first season, they have immediate success. Well, okay. the, Hold on. It doesn't, they have, yeah. Here's the problem. There's two, and, I, and I think it's a two-part thing. There's an immediate success from guys walking in this league day I know one. What you're trying all right? I know what you're trying to say. So is it because, hey, listen, Daniel Jones had two years. He sucks already. It's like – and you're like, wait, but he hasn't really proved – well, here's other guys on the other end playing well immediately day one. Or is it that the Giants are so effing bad that you (laughs) literally – that's why they stink because if Daniel Jones, say, was on the Colts, would Daniel Jones be a better quarterback if he was on the Colts than because he's on the Giants? It, I know, I know that, I, that's. I didn't know if that, was, talk, if that was another part. Just talk. Come about. on. It wouldn't be the same if I didn't break your stones. My goodness. To answer your question, the expectations, yes, are so high because you see the success of Patrick Mahomes. You see the success of Justin Herbert. You see the success of Joe Burrow. Two is still a TBD. But then that's why you have these teams that are looking for quarterbacks and are struggling. And for anybody wants to keep saying tank for Trevor and stuff and he's going to solve all of our issues, there's a reason why the Giants twelve and forty one since twenty seventeen and the worst team in the league. It's not just the quarterback. Trevor Lawrence isn't going to solve all, all the issues. Yes, he will. No, listen. When you're that damn good, you could solve a lot of issues. Know, who knows if he's that damn listen, good? Listen, I'm telling you, Trevor. I, I think I think Herbert is. The, the I didn't the, say her I know. I think Herbert, if you look at Herbert, he is Trevor Warren, just not Trevor Warren. They're both six foot six. It they makes both- it tough for the Giants because of the success of quarterbacks, young quarterbacks around the league that they just took one and now he's kind of in that middle of the pack still. We don't know what we Trevor want to do. Trevor the other night had an all out blitz on him. If you guys remember in the red zone when they were going in, I believe it was his second passing touchdown. He beat the blitz with his own legs, was able to scramble outside the pocket. And throw a rocket pinpoint in the corner of the end zone for a touchdown. Yeah, what do you think? I don't know if Daniel Jones could do that. What do you think, Joe?
0: Listen, he's Danny Dimes for a reason. I don't have any questions about Danny his Dimes ability
1: to. New York made it up after one
0: effing game. No, 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 no. Listen, he he could. Th- I have no problem with him throwing the football. And yeah, Danny Dimes for ten cents. I want quarters, nickel, quarters, and dollar bills. Well, here's what I will say to that. Look, he even when he rolls out of the pocket or or goes for one of those little 7-yard jaunts of his he never looks good at it he doesn't he doesn't look as good to me as most other guys i still see to me uh i see the eli manning feet where uh he seems that well he doesn't want any pressure around him and it's constant so it's there and you get a lot of that 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 pitter patter of the feet those what are things like that those are things i don't that? like Locking in on your first option and following the guy down the field and throwing the football to him and having it get picked off. We've seen that again and again and again over 17 games. So, yeah. listen, I, I like the guy. He He's going to have to show a lot throughout the rest of the season if he wants to keep the job. It's easy for me to say right now, it's easy for me to say right now, I'd like to see Jones come back in 2021. Get back to me in 10 games, though. Get back to me 11 run. games from now, and I'll yeah, and I'll yeah. give you a more honest assessment. If this team starts winning games, if I see less three and outs, if I see a quarterback who understands the game, if I see a guy who stops starts turning the ball over less, a guy who stops zeroing in on receivers, who starts checking down better or going to his other options, then I'll say, hey, you know what? Let's use this top pick and go get him a weapon. But... If at the end of this season, if they're 0-16 or 1-15 or 2-14, and 14, it is the same old, same old, well, then, yeah. Look, have, I, I yeah, don't think yeah. – and I, I'll tell you what. Trevor Lawrence won't win the Super Bowl in 2021 for anybody, let alone the Giants. But, but he might But he might win them five games. He might win that the game. That, this that, that's a, that's that's a that's the guy team who team in and of itself is a difference maker. Yeah, he he's to me he's a guy on another level, and it's no disrespect to Daniel team, Jones team or to any of these other team. guys. There's not a lot of guys out there like Trevor Lawrence.
1: No, no, no. I, I, the closest one I can tell you is Justin Herbert. If you look at them, they're almost there's identical. A- they're both six foot six. They both have cannon for arms. They're both. They're yeah, athletic, yeah. smart guys. The only difference is Justin Herbert doesn't have the long flowy here like Trevor Lawrence. But if you look at him, you put him side by side, they're the same quarterback. The only thing is Trevor Lawrence is 29-1, and, and Oregon never really let Justin Herbert spread his wings. And now you're seeing him as a Chargers quarterback going, that guy is the real deal. Like, I know he's 1-4, but it's not because of his play. Well, sorry. It's he the, let them a down last week against the Saints. It should have been a game winning field goal. It's been a combination the guy missed the every- field goal. It's been a combination of everything why the Giants have been bad and why they've been bad for the past four Well, you've got to get the have- quarterback the right. Point. Yes, they have. That, that it job's the most the important game. one. Well, that's why, Joe, I'm 100% on you. If the next 10, 11 games, he doesn't show any signs of improvement and gives, He's us, go. gives us a reason to say, believe for us to say, okay, let's, let's wait another year, get him at one of the linemen, get him one of the receivers in this upcoming draft. Okay, then we got something to work with. But if he struggles down the stretch and he hasn't shown any improvement, then yeah, you would be hard pressed to find a way of not maybe finding Trevor Lawrence if you're, because you're going to be a top two pick then if you're that bad. So realistically, Trevor Lawrence could be a possibility. I'm done with the Giants because we talk too much bad about the Giants. There's <laughs> never any good. Maybe they'll win this week. We'll see what happens. It's, it's an up for debate. People game. are probably like, "Why do you talk so much about the Jets?" I don't know They're because saying- we are Gi- we are Giant fans. I'm sorry for. It's our, not that I can't so talk I, about good teams. I can talk yeah, about we good, could, teams. but we try. I to mean, about, I'll talk about the we teams. have will talk-, talk about the Chiefs. Look, we have to talk about the Giants because we are Giant fans. Like we got to talk about the Yankees. We have to talk because we're New York guys. We have to talk about our teams. I know the Giants are terrible. If we are Jet fans, we talk about the Jets as too, but we're not, so we don't talk about the Jets. Oh, Thank man.
0: God we're not.
1: Listen, let's get into the good part of the NFL, the AFC North. We've been talking about the NFC East as as the worst division maybe could be in the history of the game this season. But then you look at the AFC North, and I know everybody will say the NFC West is probably the best, but to me, I think the AFC North is, ooh, man, nasty. The reason I just like the AFC North is because of the style of play. They're all very similar. They run the football, tough, hard-nosed, nitty-gritty, ground and pound. They're going to beat you up for 60 minutes. But you look at all three of these teams – very similar. All got three good defenses. Offenses have been, especially the Ravens, has, hasn't has been as good. So the question to you guys, one's 4-1, and one, or two are 4-1, and one, and then there's an undefeated team, one of the last four remaining, currently in NFL. Who's the best team in the AFC North to you guys? Anyone can go. I still think it's the Ravens because of the Lamar Jackson factor, that he is the X factor because there's no one like him. You can't explain him, and he can make up for so much that it, it, you can have a miss block, and it won't make a difference. You could have two miss blocks. He could be the difference maker. Now, I still think the Steelers have the best defense of the three teams, but when you put the team around, I love Justin Tucker as a kicker, and that's huge. There are special teams in Baltimore. Oh, is really person. good. Pittsburgh. Right? Yeah. And he's, and he's really still good. really good. Was was really and I'm not good. knocking him, but Justin Tucker's on a whole nother level. That's how I personally feel about him. Okay. I trust hardball. I do. I trust hardball a little bit more than Tomlin. Sometimes I question Tomlin's. And that makes a difference, coaching and schematic. Yeah. The Steelers have the do you better trust defense. I trust the quarter. I trust. I trust, trust Lamar Big over ben? ben. It's not that I trust Lamar over Ben, okay. but I look at Lamar and the weapons and the offense and what they can do. I think it's much more savvy than the Steelers because I'm like, I do, See, like – and, and you, I know you're going to talk about this, but I thought if Le'Veon Bell went back to the Steelers and was a compliment back to Connor, I thought that could give them some extra juice. I would have and been having nice. a dual running back. Because I like what they have in receivers. I don't know if it's enough. You can And the tight end. I don't really know like their tight end. Where I look at Baltimore I'm like, Lamar is a weapon, dual threat. They have Speed and Marquise Brown. I know they don't have a big-time receiver. And you know what? Watch out for Antonio Brown if they're in that close to lose another game or two. And Antonio Brown comes off suspension, it could be a great steal. Listen, you didn't say that cancer. He he is is, is Marquise Brown, is his cousin. He has worked out with Lamar. Listen, we've seen crazier things. For God's sakes, Baltimore, if you want to be in a better position, don't sign the man. Listen, if he can help your team. You sign him. He can help you for one week, and, and then if crazy, he doesn't get the ball. And they have a the really good defense, Guess too. So I years. trust Baltimore. If I was ranking my I trust Baltimore 1. I trust uh, Steelers 2. Mind. And then the Browns because of the Baker Mayfield thing. But You're Joe, out of your damn mind. Listen, Joe, well, I, hey, I know hey. I'm crazy, Joe, but it can happen. On. And if it happens, why should you be shocked, right? We've seen crazier things, man. Yeah.
0: Joe? I'll okay. say this. Until... I see Pittsburgh play Kansas City. I'll put Kansas City ahead of Baltimore right now. No, he's just saying the division. No, the division. He's just saying with North. North. No, I understand that. That's what I mean. I mean, to say in in the AFC North, you know, look, we know where we know how good the Ravens are, but we know where they're capped. Okay. So, so within that division, I'm saying just looking at those four teams, and and, and look, it's easy to count the Bengals out given where they're at. But I think this team could win some games, too, and and get competitive. And I think when you look at the next couple of seasons, I think that Pittsburgh,
1: Pittsburgh
0: especially when Big Ben moves on, they they have to wonder where they're going to fall into that pack. Because Cleveland seems like they've got a good young nucleus. You know, uh, Baltimore's got a really solid all-around team. Where will that leave Pittsburgh if if Cincinnati suddenly becomes the third best team in that and division? And Pittsburgh so. really hasn't
1: beaten anyone. Go look at their schedule; they have not been they've been up on the NFC East. If you go look yeah. at it, this is
0: a big They're year for Pittsburgh because this might be Pittsburgh's best last chance with Ben. Absolutely,
1: I totally agree and with that. We'll, it's, I think it's just like the Buccaneers. This is the one chance where I think next year you're not going to get a bigger, a bigger, better Ben than this year, and I don't think Tom Brady's going to be a better quarterback next year either. Watch how many no. rests get signed. Hey, joking. I know Jace. I love <laughs> the joke. You
0: know, so, remember funny. how I
1: said, but all these three teams are very similar. I got some stats for you. All these offenses are in the same range. Baltimore's actually ranked last out of the three, but they're all in top 10 rushing yards per game. Interesting. The Browns are first. I'm not sure. Steelers are third, and the Ravens are eighth. Also, Steelers and Ravens top 10 total defense currently. The turnover ratio they're all inside the top 10. And for the Browns, it's their first four-game winning streak since 2009 and could go five straight for the first time since a guy named Bill Belichick in 1994 led him to five straight wins. So you look at all three of these teams, you really can pick either one. The quarterback, Baker still has his trust issues throughout the league. Ben, I can also Would you agree to the point that they haven't really played anybody yet, so I want to see how they play a big-time matchup this week. And then the Ravens kind of have taken a step back as well offensively. Well, Lamar like, has his rushing has gone down in half. We looked at Colin; you were using yeah. the restroom. His rushing last year was ninety yards per game. Now it's if I had it's to pick, I really do like the Pittsburgh Steelers right now with going. I think the Do you emer- trust Ben? I, you hold, you on, trust ben? I, hold on. I think that. I think. Don't think so. No, no. I do. I say it better than you sometimes. My point is. Chase Claypool could be a really, really big factor for this team. You know how Ben and all these quarterbacks like big-time receivers. He's a big, Mexico, receiver he's a big athletic receiver, and I loved him at Notre Dame. I loved him when they when they drafted him. It was a steal. He ran the four-four. Oh, he was he was a monster. He had a great pro day, combine as well. He was a monster. And he showed he really showed on display last week. If he gets oh man, that's scary. You already know how good that defense is. That defensive line is nasty. That linebacker crew is nasty. The secondary is up and down. I'll take Ben over Big be- uh, over Baker and Lamar for trust. I'll take that, yes, because I know what he's been able to do, and it just so happens he's won two Super Bowls. I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I really love what they're doing. Like I said, if they could get Claypool, keep going with this offense because Deontay Johnson has been struggling with injuries this year. If you could get him, Claypool, and Johnson on help with Juju, whoo, that could be a scary team going in the AFC. So I'm going with the Steelers. You went with the, the Ravens, and you went with the Browns? No. No, he's going
0: with the Ravens too. Did you go with the? Ravens? I'm going with the Steelers, that a boy. Oh, all right. I that think the boy. Steelers. I, <laughs> listen, it, 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 I think the Steelers could well be the best team in this division. And like I said, I think the fact that this is their last best chance, I think you got a motivated team. And I don't, I know they haven't played anybody yet, but you got to have all the confidence in the world when you've dispatched everyone you've seen so far. And they in, have
1: the team in, that can match up against the Chiefs. Now, I think the secondary would still be a little bit of an issue with their corners, but they can rush four and get to the quarterback. And if you notice anything about the Patriots-Chiefs game this year is you can't blitz Mahomes. Do we you to- have to be able to get pressure with three or four guys. Do we? Um. Do we all have the Steelers winning this week quickly? I do because I don't trust the Browns. Okay. I don't trust the Browns yet. But listen, no, listen, this, this is the reason why we take the Steelers because you don't trust the Browns. If the Browns really truly want to get the respect yeah. of, 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 of their, peers, of their yeah. overall people outside of their fan base and their organization, these are games they have to win. Yep. They have to win because if you watch the game last week against the Colts, when they were running the football earlier, they were dominating the game. What happened was in the second half, they turned the game into when Baker Mayfield throw the ball more, and that game got stayed closer than it really needed to be. And that Joe, game- what do you got? No, I agree with you. I'm, I, and I and that's not my last point. I think the Steelers. I got win, the Steelers too.
0: But I, I think this divi- I
1: still think this division is a is a two man okay. race with the Ra- like so we're like, all on the like Rizzer said, it's a two man race with Ravens, Steelers, and the Browns. If they continue to play well and hey, progress and for again, they can get the wild on the football, position. especially because there's an extra team this year. Yes. Run the yep. football, play action pass with this team. This team has the weapons. Listen, be- the Steelers Beckham the might number not play. Be- I, Beckham- I don't know if Beckham's going to play because he was sent home with an illness. It's not, as they said, non COVID related, but he's still not at practice. So number one we'll see. seed. The so number we'll- one seed. So we'll see what happens. Speaking of the AFC, let's get into the AFC picture right now because the AFC coming into this year, I thought, was going to be really a two team race. But now you got the emergence of the Steelers. Now you got the emergence of the Browns. The Bills. I mean, I know they got shellacked by the Tennessee Titans. That won't Tigers. happen again uh, That's show. true. But the Tennessee Titans right now are one, are number one 100. seed and undefeated, currently one of the four last. They're over the Steelers. And the Steelers. They're number one seed. I sent you both actually before the show. I didn't see I'll it. The, go on Instagram right now. And look, the current playoff format and who is the number one seed? You got Seattle and you got the Titans. You sent it to my thing? Yes, I sent it on Instagram, so check it out. And it's pretty – yeah. Okay. So, as you look, as I'm talking – So, the AFC – Do you want to know is, what the playoff pitcher would be right now? Told, I just told you. I sent you. Why would I – No, did you say it to that? Yes. Raiders, Steelers, which that would be a – that would be a fast – I don't need time. every explanation Crowds, of every game. Browns, Chiefs, and then the Bills, Ravens. That's a great 4-5 or five My season. point is, is match. that coming into this season, we all thought the NFC was going to be like, you know, top to bottom. The Saints, you had the Rams, the Seattle, Seattle Tampa Bay. You had um, Arizona, Green Bay, Dallas – Philly, just the Minnesota as well. Then you look at the AFC, it's kind of like a two-team race. But, boy, oh, boy, am I wrong about that. The AFC has been lights out. They've been really good. And then they've been the better conference. You only got really two great teams in the NFC, and it's the Packers and, it's the, and the Seattle Seahawks. I don't think the Seattle – can I make a I before I'm, you get I don't think Seattle's a great team. I just think that their quarterback is playing at an extreme elite level and because their defense is not good. Their defense is awful. They give up almost 400 yards pass, and they're one of the worst defenses in football. 400. They're giving up and almost 500 listen, yards in, uh, in And, 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 and when you look at the game, you know. It's the worst I, in I'm history it, right I now. I made a comment, and you totally doubted me last week, but I said don't be surprised if Kirk Cousins in Minnesota goes in and beats Seattle because they should have. Yeah. You should have kicked the field goal and went up by eight because worst-case scenario, you can't lose. And a team right? needs wins, is not winning. And we've seen it last year. They went on Sunday Night Football. And Kirk Cousins, when there were fans in the stands, led them on Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football and beat Russell Wilson last year. And every time Kirk Cousins and Russell Wilson played, there's great games. Going back from the Wisconsin-Michigan yeah. State game when it was a Hail Mary pass by Kirk Cousins, I believe it was, and they called it a yeah. touchdown in the end zone. Yeah. Doc Russell I, Wilson do remember, of I do remember that. With that being said, I think right now, there's only
0: really one good team in the NFC, and that's the Packers right now. And we're going to
1: see how good they are when they play Tampa Bay. I NFC. can't wait for that matchup. It's the 4:30 game on Fox. It's going to be great. Also, I don't know
0: why people seem to think this game is as hyped up as it is. I I, I don't I don't see how great. the it's I don't see good. how the Packers won't roll the bucks because here. it's
1: a, because it's Brady versus Rogers. Anytime you get what, those it, two, anytime you get those two to not, meet, I, it's it's only the third time they're meeting in the regular season. Here's the other thing: the last thing so, they we were supposed so, to be out, Rogers was out. So remember, Packers. This is a up rare today. occurrence. Right now, that we get to see Rodgers playing at an all time high peak right now, and then Brady, who's been kind of up and down, he's had the great game against uh Los Angeles, played didn't know it was fourth down last Thursday night against the here's Bears. the other thing, go look at it's gonna be huge, Joe, just because of the just because of the names that are in but the game. Go look at the Tampa Bay Ronnie, baby, you They know, have there's... been hit offensively with major injuries. They have not been healthy whatsoever this whole season. It's Mike Evans was dealing with a hamstring injury. Chris Godwin has been out. Winter Fournette's been hurt. They've had injuries on the offensive line. Their defense has played great. Go look up the their defense. Deep... Is great. Their defense has played great up and going back until week 12 last season. Yeah. So I think the biggest matchup is not Brady versus Rodgers. It's the Tampa Bay defense versus Aaron Rodgers and the offense of the Green Bay Packers because we've seen they're the Number one offense, averaging almost 40 points a game. Rodgers just has 13 touchdowns, no picks, over 300 yards. He's playing at an MVP, all-pro level, maybe the best he's ever played. And this team is rolling. This should be a great game. And and don't be shocked who wins. Oh, I'm, I won't be. Of course not. They're both very talented teams. These are two of the better teams in the NFC, and I expect it to be a, a full-on good old-fashioned slobber knocker,
0: quote-unquote, JR.
1: I think That's there's right. something
0: to – putting a hodgepodge of rejects together as your offense, which is ultimately what the Buccaneers have. You had a cast-off in Fournette, a cast-off, believe it or not, in Tom Brady. That's what your offense is. It's a hodgepodge of guys who don't know the offense. offense.
1: Chris Godwin is 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 an all-pro receiver. Listen,
0: I, listen, I understand the great talent that they have. That's fantastic. You can give me the greatest receiver in the world if I don't know the system I'm going to be three and two, five games in, and I might not know what down it is because
1: be not best only
0: not only do I not know the offense, but I'm old and I forget and I things. Know and I think that's where Tom Brady's at. There's unless unless Aaron Rodgers has his worst game of the year, where he has one of those you know 255 yard passing games with like one touchdown and three picks. Unless that happens. The chances of the Bucs beating the Packers is zero.
1: Yo, well, you want to shake on that, Joe? I'm not making no deal. Joe, Joe, let's shake. On that. All right, I'm a witness. That's so we got one it. pizza. We got a pizza. I've never bet with Joseph. We got a one pizza house chicken parm on the table. No, right no, now. no, 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 oh, no, no. We're doing no, something different. No, I'm gonna. Well, he's getting modern pizza. And what oh. is Joe? And so, okay, so you. So get he's gonna pizza, come down to here, to, and I'm gonna get modern pizza it. for us. Okay, so that's it. modern pizza on. How about parties? Can't pick. I, I, can see, do I can do whatever you want. So that's the bet. all long like, oh, season. There's, There's a lot of places I'm to go. He's picking Tampa. I'm going to take Tampa. So you just said all that talent with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, if you didn't know, if you've been living under a rock, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Super Bowl champion, just added a very, very nice toy to that already stacked offense, as Joe called it, Hodges, Hodges, Redex. Hodge. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Joe, Joe, Hodgepodge rejects. So are they Hodgepodge, Hodgepodge, Hodgepodge-
0: rejects? That's good. Are they
1: Hodgepodge rejects too? Part two. So leave me on Bell. <laughs> Goes to the Jets. And his career, his short tenure is almost – I mean, him and Belichick, this was Amazing. almost – it, ter- it was just a terrible decision on his part, just as bad as the Jets giving him the contract. I mean, good for the – and then the Jets – If NFL players couldn't learn anything from Le'Veon Bell is when you're with a great organization – Don't leave. Stay. Don't leave, you idiots. Don't leave. Don't leave. And that's why when I posted the thing last night, I said, do you think it's a good deal when he signed? with the Kansas City. And some people are like, oh, no, he's, a, he's a, be a cancer. No, you don't get it. I'm not trying to be mean that you don't really get it. But here's the thing. I brought up the Randy Moss thing. When he went to New England from Oakland, he was not even trying to play. Remember, he wasn't even running routes. last oh, year. yeah, he gave up. Then he, he went to New up. England, and miraculously, he had 22 touchdowns. Because when 23, you 23, get it right. Look here. No, it does matter. It's in the record books. When, According when, to our Manning book, he's not. When you, that. when you, when <laughs> you. Look at where he's going. Okay, he's not gonna have to be the guy. He understands where he's going. He's gonna be the great role player. He's gonna be great in the red zone. I the said role this, player. Yes, because here's the thing. He Clyde D'Elia is still going to be the the, the starter. You got a weapon but like you, Le'Veon, who's still said, not you, even thirty years old. Listen, Le'Veon Bell three years ago aside, was the best running back in football. He was what McCaffrey is now, okay? He was the 1000 thousand guy. He was averaging 4.9 yards a carry when he was with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Is he that same guy? No. But here's what they lost when they lost Damian Williams in the offseason because he decided not to play because of COVID. They lost a goal, a goal line back, and that's what Le'Veon Bell can be. He can be that goal line back down in the red zone. Oh, he can catch passes. Imagine having a, knock a, a No, no, no. A knock Imagine on, having say, him right? in the back. No, because – you're not going to wear out all Clyde's Hill, Allier Edwards, okay? Because he's Edward never Hillier. whatever. You know who I'm talking about. You get the point. I don't correct you every single time. You, you do, it, all right? But this is a rookie. You want him fresh in December and January. Not in October, all right? He's never had to carry a full load. He played on the greatest offense last year, and he wasn't expected to carry the ball 30 times a game. And that's what made him great last year. It's going to make him great this year in that rookie player. Joe, don't you think that's a knock on Le'Veon Bell as a goal line guy? Yeah, but it's not just goal line. Still, we Look, I know he hasn't had two good years. Well, let's remember who he was on what team he was on. Going down maybe as an 0-16 team this season, a strong possibility – had no offensive line. Had no weapons. Their quarterback's been banged up and been, been can't stay on the field. Their coach is a moron. Never got a with Carl the coach. Saquon Barkley had negative okay. yards okay. and okay. he was on the Giants. I know, but that's know my, the point. I know, but my point. So what, I'm agreeing with like, you. No, so, I'm I know, with so you. So was he a goal line back? You can't knock a guy from being on a, a franchise that has been sure. so uh, – tr- uh, as, as nice as I can say, an atrocity for quite some time. Now he's going to the champs, a team that Andy Reid loves backs like this. Oh, my God. This is if you're if you're just a fantasy match owner, you're it's a match made in heaven. You're you're gonna love this. And this offense is already one of the best offenses in the game. Just took a whole nother step into an offense that is going to be well. Good luck. I said Unbartable. this. Imagine having Tyree Kill and Hardman on the outside, Kelsey in the slot with Le'Veon Bell and Elia I mean, Edwards in the backfield. Come on, Le- Le'Veon Bell is gonna be asked the to ball, touch the ball between ten and fifteen times a game, depending on the game plan and the game, which is perfect. Because he's gonna he's gonna be able to make plays in the backfield. You and think about the offense he's going to with oh, Irvinyami. They're yeah. gonna use him in so many facets away, and it's only gonna make that scary. Team, oh yeah, and I forgot Sammy Watkins, Joseph. Yeah, I, I, how do you feel about this signing? and and, and how much better can this Chiefs go? With the signing of Le'Veon, yeah, the Chiefs, Chiefs go. team go. Chiefs team. Uh, you know, it's oh, funny.
0: Yeah. I feel like really? this signing it, it it actually annoys me a little bit. I hate these trades where this is like the rich getting richer. You know, oh, yes, yeah. the
1: just the released them and they picked them up in free agent for a one year deal for uh, no money.
0: That's not what I meant. I, I, I meant when 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 a guy when a he guy everybody too. What See, I mean was cool. when a guy forces himself out of a team, and that's what happened here with On Bell. Okay. And the- and if if I'm the Chiefs or any team and I'm thinking about bringing this guy in, I mean his conduct, being a malcontent as he was while he was in New York, not producing and still complaining somehow, which to me that's insane. Randy I look Moore. at a guy like Eli Apple gets cut by the Giants, he gets to go uh, to, uh play for the Saints and and uh you know almost go to a Super Bowl. I don't like that.
1: Nor like is Jenkins
0: in the Giants, and he got yeah. to go to the Saints. I like that. Uh, this is look great for the Chiefs. This will be Definitely. fantastic. How long will it be until Le'Veon Bell starts complaining that he wants the ball more? He won't. How, how long until that happens? Without Sammy Watkins for a few days, how quick is it going to take for Bell to do what he's done everywhere he goes and, uh, and, and cause problems? Because, because the, to me, that's what happens the reward here. Is greater
1: than, the reward is greater than anything else he, because he knows that now on a team like this, you have a real the possibility about Super Bowl. of being in oh, on course. Super Bowl Sunday, playing Super Bowl Sunday, having a significant role on Super Bowl Sunday, and going for a reason. And if, if I make, make one synonym or con, uh, uh, common thought is this is like being in the NBA where you're a veteran player where you've earned all enough money and you go to a team like the L.A. Lakers. like There have been rumors where Chris Paul might go to the L.A. Lakers because that's where he wants to play and go back to L.A. Well, you've done everything you needed to do as a player. The, at, at the end of the day, you want to win championships. Remember Shane Battier went to the Heatway and Ray Allen because they wanted to win championships. Or when DeMarcus Cousins goes. I mean, Randy Moss. Randy so Moss went to the Randy Patriots. He worked, he worked himself Moss. out of Oakland. Now, they didn't win the Super Bowl because the great New York Giants knocked them off. But he went there and it was a great success. And you see this a lot at the end of guys' careers where it's like, I just want to win and get a ring and then that's it. And they're willing to take the league minimum just to go on a winning team because – They've got everything they've needed. They've had the individual success. They've made the money. At the end of the day, they want the team success in the ring. And I well, think on Bill understands
0: but, that. Hey, but sometimes the- you have to look in the mirror and you have to ask yourself, despite all the personal or individual success, why was my team not good? And was it me? Could it possibly have been something to do with me? Not with the New York Jets.
1: If it was another team, I would, I would totally be with you, Joe. And and I think you're you're hitting on something. But I think. What we've seen the New York Giants and Jets be the last few years, it's almost indescribable how bad they are. There is, both there New doesn't, both, look, no, I have, look have, listen, I thought the Giants would be much better this year. Every year I've thought, oh, the Giants would be better, then the Giants would be better, then the Giants, well, and, they they've got, 16. and they've been getting worse, not Maybe better. And that hurts me because I'm like, all right, we got a left tackle, we got this, we got a quarterback, we got some weapons. Barkley, line, things are fixed defense. And every year, the last – remember you and me and Bernard had this two years ago. Yeah, the Giants are going to win seven or eight games this year. Last year, what they win? So well, the Giants will win five so or six games so we're going to be finding another um, – I had the Giants going, zone. what, seven and nine and this year? Finding, the Giants would be lucky if they win five games. We're going to be finding another GM soon. So we're back to drawing board, square one again. Quick, Chiefs or Bills? Because that's a Monday night game because of due to the COVID results of Tennessee and everything getting mixed up, so – this is a Monday night game. This was supposed to be last night's Thursday night game. We would have been talking about it t- today, but because of the COVID, like I said, and the Bills playing on Tuesday, they got a Monday night game. So quick, Chiefs-Bills, big matchup in the AFC, both. We'll see what happens. I mean, they will see how good the Chiefs are against a dominant defense like the Bills. Well, they're both coming and the off Bills a- are coming off a really, really bad loss to the Tennessee Titans. And the Chiefs, lost a, and bad, the Chiefs that's lost a bad to, loss to, to the Raiders. So what we got? Bills Chiefs quick. I just think the Chiefs, because Patrick Mahomes and offense is just too damn good. And it's nothing to knock on the Bills and Josh Allen. I just think if Le'Veon Bell maybe went to the Bills, I'd give them a little more credit because you made the move for Diggs. I just don't know if they have a running back good enough. Okay. And that was one of the teams that they had speculated that Bell would go to, and then the Bills pulled the plug on him. So
0: okay. Joe. Look, Bills had a terrible uh defensive performance. Uh, I, I I still think the Chiefs are the best. I mean, I think they're the best team. In I'm gonna go with the Bills, though, in an upset. I I think Josh Allen, had, even though Woo! they lost, didn't have his best game. I think Josh Allen has a huge night against the Chiefs, and they pull out a tight one.
1: I'm gonna go with the Buffalo Bills too. I, I'm gonna go with the Buffalo Bills. I, I love the D. De- I, I, that defense. I don't see that defense is way too good to a performance they had on Tuesday night to get shellacked by a team should that – Should we that, shake on this, boys? nothing? No, to a team that didn't play for <laughs> a couple – But think about it, that hasn't played in a couple weeks due to COVID and the way they came out Tuesday night and beat down on a really good Buffalo Bills team who's played really well. Josh Allen, we all thought at the point, was maybe top three MVP. I got, I'm got. i going to go with the Bills. The Chiefs, this is a toss-up game, but I like the Bills because of that defense. Don't know how much Le'Veon's gonna be. I don't think he's no. Playing. He's not. No, he's not playing. But guess what? Do you know who's they... gonna throw a farther ball is the more interesting oh, question. Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes? Is you know Joe is not going against Josh. <laughs> Do you know you know Le'Veon Bell in two weeks plays against the Jets. Oh yeah, his first game will be against the New no, York Jets. No, it could be the Broncos next week. Who cares? It doesn't matter. He's gonna be playing the Jets. He's gonna have about a million yards. Let's get over to some baseball to close out the show because we are on the verge of a possible unlikely World Series. And Ted asked me last night, like. Can you believe the Braves and Raves? And I asked, I said, with a simple reply, it's 2020. Are you surprised by anything right <laughs> now? <laughs> Am I wrong? Like, no. is, hold on. We talked about this on Tuesday's show. We, we were talking about baseball ratings and what would be the most ideal situation. And we said, Dodgers. Well, the NBA Finals had an all time low ratings. The baseball playoffs, if it's going en route to what it is right now currently with the results, 3 2, both or 3 1, the Braves, Braves Raves. The ratings are not going to look good, I can only imagine. Won't look as pretty as it would if it was Los Angeles was versus Houston. Tampa versus the Braves. But other I- than true baseball fans, and maybe us because of our talk show, how many people are going to be watching the World Series compared to if it was Houston and the Dodgers? Here's my thing Well, it's is-
0: also about 100 miles between those two cities, and I don't think anywhere outside the 200-mile radius will anyone care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and maybe the people that are in the stadium area where they can go to the game and watch – Here's what I want to ask. Hold
0: on real quick. I I talked to a Mets fan earlier today, really good dude, and uh, he said between the Nationals last year, the fact that almost everybody in the NL East made the postseason this year and the Braves on their way to go into a World Series, everyone's won a title since the Mets last won one in 86. It's pretty frustrating if you're – they added playoff spots. You were the favorite going in, and you're – probably going to watch another division <laughs> opponent win another World Series. and that's the real deal. They're the
1: real deal. I didn't know what we wanted to start with because both series are, are really fascinating right now currently. We have a 3-2 matchup with the uh, Rays. I want to start don't, with the Dodgers. Okay, hold on. The Rays don't know what's going to happen with the Rays. Are they really going to blow a 3-0 lead? The last time we saw it, we, saw the, the, we already know what happened. And then you got the Dodgers. The team that everybody predicted, maybe other than the Yankees this year, this is going to be the team that's going to win. They're finally going to get over the hump. They're finally going to do it. They are one. They are 27 outs away from being once again eliminated with not a World Series ring. My biggest thing is the narrative of Clayton Kershaw in the postseason, I think it's forever cemented, written. He's not a postseason pitcher. He's never going to succeed in the post, postseason. It showed last night. I really thought the Dodgers, especially coming out, In game three, or was it game four? No, it was game three. Going out to that huge lead, jumping out and seeing the offense and what we expected by the Dodgers. Here we go. They're going to start rolling. And the Braves come back and go big last night. Marcel Zuna is shaping up to get a fat contract. He's going to be a Pablo Sandoval. He's going to be a Carlos Pavano with a great postseason postseason that's going to get the massive contract. And then you see they're 27 outs away from going to their first World Series in over 20 seasons. It's fascinating to see how the Braves, who we all really thought this is what the Dodgers would be doing to this team. Complete opposite. My oh my, the Dodgers, again, eight straight years possible, we're talking right now, could be on the verge of being eliminated without the ring, guys.
0: The Yankees and the Dodgers, same approach here, right? Yeah, you, you try to go out, you, you, you get some quality starting pitching, you load up on a bullpen, and you try to bash your way with homers oh, to a movie. World Series. Yeah, and the Dodgers have found the same thing that the Yankees have found. It's hard to beat elite pitching and teams that know how to score runs. And when I say score runs, I mean, they know how to scratch three or four runs in a game without extra base hits. And, mm-hmm. you know, you look at look at both of these teams, the Braves and the Rays, Both those teams not only can do that, but they can also kill you with the long ball, too. They've got enough guys in in, in their lineups where they can do that. And so if your game plan is to commit these teams and try to bash their brains in with home runs, you're probably going to lose. You know what I mean? You you may out-home run. They'll probably outscore you, though. And again, when you look at the bullpen, you look at the pitching, Brian Forster it, it, it was with him a, a bunch of times during this season. Never in a million years did he see the Braves doing this. Shout out to Brian. I mean
1: the, they yeah, just
0: didn't seem to have the uh, enough starters. Soroka went down. The season seemed all but lost, and it's just worked out. It's been amazing. Uh, yeah. And 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 you know, same thing with the Rays. I mean, you, you you look at that team lost so many starting pitchers. They've got they lost so many bullpen pieces. Such depth. That's the way you win. You've got to be able to scratch runs across on the nights where you're not putting up 10, 12 runs. The Yankees saw it firsthand. The Dodgers have seen this over the last few years. You, You need a better game plan, and both of these two GMs in New York and L.A. have to realize you know the the DJ LeMay Hughes of the world are the guys that make a difference in these games. It's not the big bats.
1: Two for fourteen last night with no home runs, no steals, no extra base hits, no nothing. And this is it's, in, it's inexcusable. This is the it's guy excuse, you made but the bench. What
0: happened? That's what happens when you rely on power hitters. Power hitters are streaky, and would if you the week that they the though? week yes.
1: I yes, he's you know, a power.
0: He's a great all around hitter. He's a power hitter like everybody else. And you, uh-huh. I mean, the, just the fact that you say he's two for fourteen with no home runs, you're uh-huh. you're counting on the long ball. It's just you wanted to, see, like you wanted to see four you wanted to see four for fourteen with, with two homers and, and and a double at this point. You're not getting that. Well, everybody about, is I mean, three hits, Joe. Three hits. Uh, sure, look that at, it,
1: Justin Turner, I'll Belliger. give you another
0: example. Look at the Minnesota twins couple of postseasons in a row, and it didn't last long, and why? All the home runs they hit doesn't make up for the fact that they don't score runs otherwise, doesn't make up for a suspect rotation, and doesn't make up for a suspect bullpen. If you don't have all of those elements working for you, and when you're head-to-head with a team with a great bullpen, and you're just trying to rely on on, on the long ball, you get down two or three runs, forget it. You're you're solo shot in your way back, it's never going to happen.
1: It's it really is fascinating to see right now what's going on in the NLCS. I know. I think if I'm the Rays, I'd be a little. Worried. On, I think to myself. I think to myself. Yeah, the Yankees have struggled and they haven't been able to win a World Series since 2009. But can you imagine being a Dodgers fan? You got to remember the Yankees had a tough period of kind of going into rebuild, getting the younger core. They still had those down years. They were still winning, but they had the down not years that we expected. The Dodgers have been to have won NL. West championships after NL West championships, eight straight freaking years, and have not won one World Series throughout that. So, when I think the Yankees, just know that the Dodgers have been to have won eight straight divisions and have not even gotten to win a World Series. So, I'm not as upset about it. It sucks that our team's not in, but when you look at the Dodgers, this was supposed to be the two be, better teams were, right now, this, are winning. Was, this was supposed to be their season, and it's just not shaping up. Let's get into the ALCS now. Because, boy, oh, boy, we got a little – I mean, Tampa, what's going on here right now? 3-0, you're looking like this is it. Tampa's going to sweep. See you later. Thank God. Houston's gone. All right. Now we're at 3-2. Now we're in game six. Can we have a a World Series matchup tonight? Or are we going to have a game seven and a game six in both respective leagues? I don't know what's going on with Tampa. The pitching is struggling. Carlos Correa, a big home run last night. No, the pitching hasn't struggled. That was a great – Piece of hitting, don't last throw night. A fast I, he him. knew the He's fast been was killing calling. A fastball was coming. So is George Bringer. George Bringer, so don't throw it to first him. First pitch <laughs> at the bottom of the first No Waking balls. It's a home run. It doesn't matter. These guys are getting hot. Altuve's playing much better. Dusty Baker's showing faith. That me it, nervous. I put it in the thing in our, in our box the other day. He knew after Altuve, Altuve which um, had a bad game there. What does he do? He moves him in the lineup, bound to the third position. He comes through in the first inning and hits a leadoff home run. He also it doesn't double take thinking brains to do that stuff. This is what this is. what gets so pissed off with Aaron Boone. It doesn't take brains. And he to make and he kept Granky like in when the bases were loaded with one out. And he went to him and he said he looked him in the eye and he knows that Granky's going to be back next year. And Dusty Baker wants to be the manager next year and he wants to have his players have faith in him. He lived up because if he's going to get beat, he's going to get beat with his best pitcher, not some yeah. guy he brought in from the bullpen because the analytic guy. Yep. He's a guy that comes straight from the heart and, and sees it how it is. And it worked out. Listen, you can knock the the, the call if it goes wrong, and we always say that. If if, it's, if the guy hits a base hit, you question it. If he doesn't – But I like game. that his confidence. His confidence level with Grinky, his confidence level with making decisions like that is just – you see the experience, but it's just far and it's more feeding off on the players. In the sense of where Boone, it seems like it's a, a nervousness that he has to make a move or something like that. It's just always something else. It's not hanging, nervous. Around, it's just there's nothing around him. The analytics. Baker Baker's the analytic guy too. No. He's not? He's old school, bro. This is old school guy that sees it how he sees it, and he calls it like it is. I know he uses something. And though, at the end of the day, like the Yankees. listen, the, the Rays could easily win this game and close this out and win 4-1 to tonight, and they're the better team anyways. They're the better pitching staff. They're the better defensive team. They're the better hitting team. That, well, not the hitting team. That's maybe the only thing they're not better at, but they haven't been as clutch as he. was. I like anything. that they kept Presley in. I mean, he was in a tough situation last night. They kept Presley in and let him go.
0: Trevor, you know what I love about Dusty Baker is they hand him the analytics and he looks it over and he reads it and they explain what all the math is. And then he goes, going to go with my gut. Bam. That's going to go do. with my gut on this what one. Because that's what I've been doing for 75 years. I'm yes, just going to continue foot. to trust what yeah. my eyes are seeing and what my brain is telling me. It's yeah. a good way to manage. Yeah. It really is.
1: But too bad we got freaking analytics that are ruining baseball. And right now the Yankees probably could have a World Series if it wasn't for damn
0: analytics. There's a place for analytics oh, no. in baseball. There's a place for it. Every conversation should include analytics. Absolutely. It shouldn't be the the, the answer and, 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 and the, the problem. The it up, can't be up, both. Up. Yeah. You know what I mean? You look at, you know, I, I'll tell a quick story. My my dad uh, lied to me when I was a kid, and my dad told me he played baseball for the Philadelphia Phillies. Mike Schmidt broke his leg, and he lost his job and never played again. And I grew up believing that. My oh, little league no. coach, my first little league coach, I was eight years old, said he needed an assistant. And I was like, my dad will do it. He played for the Phillies. I didn't find out for about six years that it was a lie. It doesn't matter. My dad went to the library after getting the assistant coach job, and he bought baseball for dummies, and he basically learned. Within two years, my dad became the head. Like That guy left, and my dad became the head coach. My dad had two guys, two assistant coaches. There was one guy, two Hispanic fellas that were very different. One guy worked in a machine shop. He played ball. He was a gut guy. You know, I know this seems crazy, but like put this kid in that's never hit before. And you're like, "Mm, no, sir. And it would work. The other guy was uh, actually our accountant, also a Hispanic guy, longtime baseball guy, real clean cut, always by the numbers. And the two would sit by my dad and they would give my dad, do this, do this, do this, do this. And they would make their arguments based on, I got a gut feeling or, hey, look, the numbers say this. And at the end of the day, My father would have to decide which guy he's going to go with. That's why you get paid the big bucks. We won the championship that year. We went 15-1. and We won the championship. And so, yeah, you know, and it's funny. There were a few times I was the catcher, sorry, catcher on the team where my dad came out and told me the decision he had made only for me to flat out reject the move, send him back to the dugout to tell his two coaches he got overruled. But that's the way. That's the way we did things. <laughs> it happened a couple of times where my dad was going to pull a pitcher, and I was like, get in the "We're going to get out of this thing." Both times, I set my dad back. We got the last out of the inning uh, in the next at bat. But that was the way we took into account everything, right up to the catcher telling the manager, "No, he's fine. We'll get out of this inning." That was the way that we did it. So I mean, like I, like I said, I've, I've been around where you've got an analytics guy and you've got some. You've got difference, and that's good. It can only help to have more information. But if you're just relying on the information and you think that's going to solve all your problems, it doesn't. And that's where the Yankees are at right now. There are a lot of teams I think are at right now.
1: Well, to end it like this – What's your prediction? Do the Braves, do we have do a do the Braves, Braves and uh do we have Braves have a World go? Series tonight? Do we have a World Series oh, match? No. Do we have a World Series matchup? Tampa Bay is
0: too good to blow a three-o lead to Houston. If you go back to the last blown three-o baseball lead, everybody knows who we're talking about. The Red Sox were not only favored in that series. I can they see the were so- Astros pushing to a seven though. I could not think I, so. I, Look at tonight's matchup: is Blake Snell and, and Framber Valdez. I'll, I'm going to take Snell well, all day have to in this use one.
1: Valdez last night, thank uh, for them. That's a good sake. Valdez, Valdez has pitched really well. They didn't he have to certainly has 3-5-7 ERA.
0: Solid young southpaw. This is a big moment. Oh yeah, this is a and huge a, moment big, for Framber I, Valdez. I got the Dodgers winning
1: tonight to force a game six. I expect the Braves to close it out though and win in six. And I got the Rays winning tonight in six. So I'll have the Rays. And as I said, I got the Braves going forward in the World Series. It's not it's not the matchup everybody was expecting this year. But if anything this year wants to tell us I, is I think the unexpected has shown us that, hey, I think the Dodgers have enough fight in them to squeeze another win out of them. And I and I believe the Bra- Rays are like, all right, you had your fun, Astros. Tonight we we shut it down and we win. In a close battle because if you look at the games, all the games have been pretty, they've pretty tough. close. They've been tough. They've been, tough. And been, they've been going late into the games. Like one, or, or game. If you look at the Braves-Dodger series, it's either been all in on one side or all in on the other. It hasn't even been close. So I, think the, I feel the Dodgers win tonight and force a game six.
0: I think there's a better chance the Dodgers come back and win this series than there is for Houston down 3-2 to come back and win this series. Because, like because for me, for me, the Dodgers are a better team than the Braves. They haven't played like it, though, Joe. They, they No, they they,
1: they the definitely haven't. It. The it's why they're down
0: 3-1. But if the Dodgers get there, the Dodgers could reel off three in a row. Yeah. And, and, it, and it wouldn't faze me in the slightest. I don't think Houston has enough to come back on a I think Tampa is that much better than Houston and I think Tampa was that much better than the Yankees that I think if you played that series with the Yankees over again 10 times, I think the Rays probably went 8 maybe 7 uh, of those series. What's the regular season? 8 8 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, well listen, uh Boone and Cashman in their in their year-end press conference uh, I, I thought this was really uh, interesting. Brian Cashman said they they were better during the regular season. They were better in the playoffs, and they were better in the series. We lost to a better team. That's the cold hard reality of things. Brian Cashman gets it. He's there. Yankee fans need to get there as well. Tampa we Bay doesn't know, suck. No,
1: this is the not better. the '98 yeah.
0: Tampa Devil Rays. These are yeah. these are. Yeah. This is a different team. With a different makeup and a different mindset, and it's it works. Franchise. It's not a yeah. It's with not, a great, great, great manager, by the yeah. way. That no, hundred percent
1: agreed. Though. They've been the, they were the better team all year. They were the better team in the postseason. Any, I said this: the Yankees were the more talented team, but the Rays were the more complete team, and it showed in the series. That's why they're in. That's why they're one game away from a World Series appearance for the first time since two thousand eight. Or no, well, yeah, it was two thousand eight, right against the Philly. 2000, okay. So we'll see what happens. It's been a crazy year. It's been crazy in sports, and it's shown right now in the MLB. We'll see what happens. A big weekend of sports, college football, massive games, Alabama, Georgia. Joseph, thank you as well. We appreciate it as always. Always Joe. Way. Oh, Joe, go Bucks, right?
0: Oh, hell yeah. Go Bucks. <laughs> Thanks,
1: Thanks, Bucks Catch you guys next. Yeah. But like I said, a huge weekend in the NFL, a huge weekend in college football, massive games, a World Series possibility of matchup coming very soon right now. So let's see what happens. But all in all, sports is high. Sports is great. And we are loving it. And if you, like I said earlier in the show, if you are in the New Haven area and looking for landscaping, call a few good guys. Well, landscaping, fall cleanup, all of that, because it is getting into fall, even with the snow coming sooner or later. Snow removal, a few good guys, a few good guys as well. We are streaming on all social media platforms at like Keys to the City as well as YouTube. Like I said, the first order of hoodies have been gone, have been purchased. So we're making second ones. If anybody is still interested, please message one of us, and we will get to you. They are going for 30 dollars blue or black are the choices like i said clover crest media presents keys to the city we are out yeah keys to the
0: city baby when you see us so you know you really viewing greatness and the making double up on facts we stating podcast cruise control city state the nation so what you saying what we saying prime information facts keys to the city we are locking the statements streaming every friday